Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Willie Jones with Women for Progress, and you're tuned in to another edition of Women for Progress Radio. We have another action-packed and informed, information-packed session for you tonight, so please stay tuned, and as I always say, uh, get your pen and pad out, because we're full of information that will inform and empower you or inform and empower your neighbor. So please, uh, we thank you for tuning in with us this evening. And uh, stay tuned for both parts, part one and part two of our program tonight. Uh, we, I want to start. I'm very excited to, tonight to welcome a new member of Women for Progress and my co-host for this evening, Ms. Zakia Summers. Uh, welcome, Zakia. Thank you, Ms. Jones. I am honored to be here with you this evening and even more honored to be a part of Women for Progress. I'm so excited about the program this evening. As you said um, just a moment ago, we do have a lot of information to give to our listeners. So please have your pen and pad on hand because we want to inform you and empower you so you can empower someone else. Thank you so much. Uh, we're so excited. And uh, just to tell you a little bit about Zakia, uh, Zakia is the internal uh, relations coordinator for the Jackson Medical Mall Thad Cochran Center. Her responsibilities is for ensuring that tenants are completely and utterly satisfied as well as including but not limited to signage, problem solving, event coordinating, public relations and marketing, website development, tenant recruitment, tenant programs and activities, media, media relations, just the wealth of things that she's doing at the Jackson Medical Mall Foundation. And she has a wealth of experience. Uh, she's been a news producer at WLBT and WSJTV, WSJV Fox 28 in Indiana, and KOMU-TV 8 in Missouri. And Zakia says that she is someone that is truly, vest, is truly blessed. She has two beautiful sons, and uh, she's a homeowner here in the city of Jackson. And, she, and how I met Zakia is, is lately I've seen, been attending many of the community service uh, activities around the city of Jackson, and it seems that Zakia has showed up on all of those events. So she's always uh, appeared to be a woman uh, out there really speaking out about her, her issue and her causes and really about the community she serves. So I am so excited, Zakia, to have you on board with us. Thank you very much. Tonight we're going to be talking about uh, the military and the benefits of military, and military is an option. 
Um, right now, uh, according to the, the United States Department of Defense, uh, the number of African Americans that are in the U.S. Armed Forces around 17 percent, and that's down from about 24 to 25 percent in, two, in two year 2000. So we, you know, with the economy, things that are going on in the economy, there's the jobs that are not out there and available anymore. We have a lot of young folk. Uh, and those who are not so young that are looking for op other options and opportunities. And even though we are still in a state of war and it appears to be we're going to be in that situation for a while, I w really want to look at, we really want to look at uh, providing other options for our community. So we're very, very excited tonight to have Mr. Runny White, who's a Veterans Transition Coordinator for the Center for American Veterans at Mississippi State University. And he is also a veteran of the military for 22 and a half years, and a father, and uh, someone who's raised his, uh, much of his family in the military. So he has a wealth of information tonight to talk to us about. And we're gonna be talking, talk, our first half of our program is gonna be talking about the benefits that are available to veterans. I think many of our vet veterans are leaving the military and not maximizing the many benefits and opportunities that are available. And we want to talk about that tonight. And our community needs to know uh, what our veterans, the many benefits that are available for our veterans out there. So we're going to talk about that on our first half of our program. And then the second half of our program, we're going to talk about a lot of the different uh, options that you have available in the military. And we're gonna, we want to target those young folks who's going to be graduating high school, uh, those individuals who might be graduating college and, does, and do not see job opportunities out there and available. And we're going to talk about, in our second half, women in the military. Uh, what's that all about? What are the pros and cons? So stay tuned with us. Be part of the conversation at 601-948-5950. And always get plugged in to Women for Progress at womenforprogress.net. So welcome and good evening. Relax. And uh, as we stated, get your pen and pad. And we're going to get right, right started by welcoming Mr. Ronnie White. Welcome to our program this evening. Thank you. And I'm, I'm glad to be here to be able to talk about the benefits that are available to veterans and service members out there. Okay. Let's talk about, uh, right off the bat, your major programs that you're administering through this office at Mississippi State University. Uh, Mississippi State University at the Center for American Veterans, um, we offer a number of programs. Uh, of course, we um, assist all veterans and service members with any of their different GI Bill mm -hmm. packages that um, they may be <coughs> entitled to. Uh, there's packages for uh, National Guard and Reserve um, who haven't been deployed, National Guard and Reserve who have been deployed. Um, there are benefit packages for uh, dependents of veterans who have come home disabled. Uh, there's a new uh, post 9-11 GI Bill uh, that's available for veterans and service members even to the point that they can transfer those benefits to their children if they want to. Uh, <clears throat> that's just uh, on the benefit side. Uh, then we also um, tie into all of our students on campus. We have, uh, we're projecting about 1,900 students on our campus this starting semester um, who can use our services. We offer monthly workshops um, to those 1,900 students if they so desire to come, just where they can come and have people talk to them about their issues that they may be facing. 
Um, we do a transition class that's open to any one of those 1,900 students that if, um, and that class is just a class that's designed to help them transition to the college environment to, to give them the tools that they need to be successful to, to obtaining their college education. And, and I just want to remind our audience that, you know, these, mm. these veteran benefits, of course, is, is, is open to all veterans. You're not necessarily you have to utilize those at Mississippi State University, but that is definitely an option for you. But you can use these benefits at any university in the state of Mississippi. Is that correct? Any, okay. any university, community college in the United States, okay. you can use these benefits. And, and part of our outreach or part of our program is, our main goal is we just want you to get your college education right. wherever you want to go to school and we'll help you get that paperwork started at whatever university whatever community college wherever you are if you need assistance we'll help you do that so you can get your education well let's highlight a few of those benefits let's talk about the monies and the funds that are available for tuition and also to assist those who might have families if a, if a veteran is going to school is there assistance to also help him, you know, as far as his uh, living arrangements, those kind of things? Uh, what we do at Mississippi State, um, if you come to Mississippi State and you're a veteran and you're a student uh, and you bring your family, uh, within our ability, we try to assist you in getting your family situated, helping you find a place to live. Uh, if you need daycare, we will give you some numbers to different daycares. Uh, we won't give you any specific one um, but we'll give you those resources to find those uh, okay. help you with a place to live I think I mentioned the daycare uh, if your spouse needs a job we will give you contact information for people in town who have been gracious enough to help us right. who if they have openings you know of course we know with the economy it's been tough lately right. but they do what they can to help our veterans and service members as they transition to start for Mississippi okay and is is the tuition 100% paid uh, for the veteran? Uh, it depends on the the um, GI Bill package um, that you're awarded. Uh, if you're under the post 9/11, which is the newest one that just uh, became effective, which mm -hmm. accounts for all your service time after 9/11. Uh, if you are in-state resident and you go to a school in Mississippi, then your tuition is 100% paid. Plus, they give you $1,000 a year for books, and they give you a monthly living stipend based on um, the BAH for an E5 with dependents for that zip code. For Mississippi State University, it's $937 a month. For the Jackson area, it's somewhere over $1,000 a month that you get monthly as long as you're a full-time student to help offset some of your living expenses. Uh, that's incredible. I thought that was one of the most incredible things that, uh, in talking <coughs> to you, the benefits out there available. And I, I think that we talked also about the uh, funds that might be available for the actual children of veterans. And with this post 9-11 GI Bill, there are, there is an option out there for you to transfer those benefits that you've earned. If you're not gonna use them, if you already have your degree, that you can transfer those benefits to your children. Now there are some obligations where you have to maybe serve some more time um, so you can transfer those benefits, but that, that is an option. One of the other programs that we have to try to help dependents and even our veterans or spouses uh, is we have a scholarship program. We have uh, several donors who donate us money 
and we take that all those donations and we turn that right back around and, and give out scholarships to students who who may be getting some benefits but are still lacking a little right. bit we turn right back around and give all those donations back to the students uh, to try to help them get their education and that's the one of the things i want to highlight for our audience is is that we as parents out there know with the cost of education we're looking for as many resources as possible to assure that our children are going to be going to school. And even if you have school children in, in elementary and middle school, those are the things to think about, these types of options, because um, uh, being, you know, letting the military be an option for you is a way to assure that your child is going to be able to afford an education. If, if you go through and you have a career, whether it's you or your child, you can get a college education almost virtually free. It, you have to make some sacrifices, right. but that is an option out exactly. there for you to get that education. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. That's very, very exciting. And um, uh, well, I just wanted to chime in and say that it's so important for veterans to take advantage of these benefits. You all have served your time, and you deserve these benefits for yourself and for your family. And I just wanted to first say, Thank you to all of the veterans that we do have in the state of Mississippi. We thank you for your service and for your commitment to our country in protecting us. And in terms of education, as you said, um, Ms. Jones, I mean, with the cost of mm -hmm. tuition right now, I mean, I am still paying loans, and I've been out of school for six years, and I think I have maybe 15 or 20 <laughs> more to go, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, my father was a veteran, and um, my two sisters, who are eight and nine, are able to take advantage of his benefits because they were actually living with him oh, um, at the time of his death. So, I mean, it's so important. Mm -hmm. I mean, just by going to the VA office, giving them a call, just to see what you can qualify mm -hmm. for, can can really make a huge difference for your well-being. And that was the other thing we talked about, Ron, is that the number of, of veterans that are not utilizing, maximizing these benefits. I, I can't give you the exact figure, but there are thousands mm -hmm. of veterans who are not utilizing their benefits for whatever reason. <clears throat> and one of, the, one of the other programs that we do is we try to, within our area, is we try to go to job fairs mm -hmm. where people are actually, actually trying to hire people or they're promoting jobs, we go and set up to see if we can catch those people who don't know they have benefits and try to get them in school to right. get their education to help them down the road with maybe a better job right. once they get that college education. And right now, you know, this what everybody's talking about, all the, uh, the pundits on the news programs and experts are saying is that now with, with our future moving the way in the direction that the country is moving is, we're sometimes in in many cases just uh, a high, uh, even even a college four year degree may not even be enough. We may need to go out there and get two degrees, and a lot of us are going to have to be retrained again. That that is correct. I mean, I I got my college degree in 1980. Um, I'm back in school now, working on a master's degree because right. I'm in a position that if I want to go further, I've got to have that master's degree, right. and I've realized that. So now it took me, I don't know, 22, 28 years to decide to go back to school. Right. But if you want to move forward, that's the only way you can do it. Right. And I want to take, I, I know you've served 22 and a half years, uh, and before we get back to a lot of these benefits, um, you know, what, what, what was it that made your choice decide on the military? Why did you join, 
and um, and how has the military been beneficial to you and your family? Um, my decision to join was um, simply I joined the National Guard at my local hometown. Um, I just thought it was the right thing to do, which not intended on it being a career. I just initially signed up, and then it turned into, after I got in, I really liked it, and it just turned into to be a, a career. Um, for me personally, with my family, other than time away, it's the benefits. Um, your medical, your dental, uh, your insurance. Uh, <clears throat> you know, even though I'm retired after my 22 years, I have medical and dental through the military until I and my wife pass away. Mm. My kids have it until they turn age 23. Mm. Now, um, my medical insurance for me, my wife, and my youngest son, my oldest one is too old now, is $38 a month for Whoa. full coverage. Whoa. I mean, in the public sector, some people pay up in eight or $900 a month. Exactly. You know. Exactly. Um, as long as I go to the, a military provider, I pay a copay for my doctor's visits, and I pay a $3 prescription fee wherever I go. And I think, you know, everywhere we read and what we hear is, is some of the best medical coverage. You get to choose your doctors. And I tell you, that's, that's one of our biggest costs these days is health care. And for many families, it's the cost of your mortgage. You're going to pay eight or nine hundred dollars a month for your to, to insure your entire family. That's the cost of a mortgage. The average mortgage is out there, so that's a huge cost. And that benefit alone uh, is is a is a huge incentive uh, to look at the military as an option. And that, that's when I've talked to when kids or parents have come to me and talked to me about the military. That's my selling point. It's not about the money that you make there. It's the 20 years down the road that the benefits that you're going to reap right. from those medical and dental plans that it's not costing you that it's costing every other American or you know citizen out there to right. to survive and you do have good medical care and good dental care you know and, and pharmacy and all that stuff which is a big part of it uh, well that's uh, that's um, some great information Ron um, and I want to talk about um, We've, we're hearing now, I just read an article on the Internet. We're talking about there's a lot of veterans out there that are homeless. We're talking about a lot of the issues that are going on with, with the veterans. Uh, what is it? Is, is the information not getting out there to the veterans, or are or, or these individuals who are, have maybe mental issues? What is it? What, what, are, what is making up those numbers? Uh, I, I can't really talk about that personally, but... Mm -hmm. From what I've gathered in, in some of my readings and stuff, it's kind of, it could be a, a number of different uh, issues. Some coming home with, you know, PTSD or mm -hmm. uh, uh, traumatic brain injury who yeah. just can't cope yeah. uh, when they come back to the civilian world because it's a whole lot different. Right. Um, some of them who have gone and, and done maybe multiple tours, they come back to a family that's abandoned them, mm. you know, a spouse who's picked up and left and took everything, you know, so they have nothing when they come home. And then they come home, they're out of the military, they don't have that education, right. they just can't get the traction to get started to get again. Going. And then it winds up being easier just to live on the streets 
right. and survive in that survival mode than it is to go out and try to better themselves. But um, does the, as a veteran, don't they get some type of employment benefits when they are, um, or when they do come back home? If 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 they are, or if they were in the National Guard and reserved and had a job when they left, they're they're entitled to that same position when they come home. Now, if they were just on a regular active duty soldier and they come off active duty, there's no guarantee out there for them that they you have to give them a job. Also, there's no guarantee that that position is is going to be available in that in that employment. Also, you know. Well, now if they're if they're a National Guard or Reserve, mm -hmm. if if they're a um, in position A, mm -hmm. and they are deployed, and they go for 12, 18, three months, several months, they can come back. Yes, that position may be gone, but they have to be placed back in a position of the same statute okay. with same benefits and same pay. Okay, wonderful. Um, yeah. Because they can't be, it can't be held against them because they had to leave and serve their country. Yeah. And I want to take a moment too to say that. You know, we if there there are groups of veterans you know in your community, I think one of the great uh, opportunities for us as a community also is that our churches, our community service organizations, to maybe uh, provide some workshops for those individuals, invite them in. Uh, does is there a within the Veterans Administration? Is there someone we can call in to come out to conduct one of those workshops? If we had a group of veterans in our community that we would like to have those, or should they just contact and work directly with the Veterans Administration? Uh, no, I mean we we pride ourselves on if if there's a group out there that has our contact information mm -hmm. and they want us to come speak to them about the benefits, mm -hmm. we'll be more than happy. Okay. to do that, to, to get that information out there. Okay. Now, you can contact the VA office here in Jackson, which is the main office. Mm -hmm. They can provide you with some information. Now, I don't know if they specifically have people who will come out and right. talk to you. Uh, that's one of the things, like I said, it, it, we pride ourselves in at Mississippi State is, is getting that information out. And if we need to go somewhere to talk to someone, we're more than willing to do that right. because like I said, our ultimate goal is if you're a veteran, a service member, a dependent, or survivor, we want you to get your college education. And can we give out your contact information, Ron, if person want to call and ask you a question yes, regarding the program that, 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 that you got going on there? Yes, that we'll okay. be more than happy to talk to them. And, Go ahead uh, and give them the, your, uh, your contact information and your email address and a website also where they can find information out. Uh, for me personally, it's at uh, the G.B. Sunny Montgomery Center for America's Veterans. Uh, our office phone is 662-325-6719. Um, our website is uh, www.veterans.msstate.edu. Um, on that website, we have uh, the links to everything you wanted to go to, to the VA administration. Um, we also have the links if you're going to school anywhere, if you need to do the FAFSA. If you need to do the MTAG, we have links for all those stuff on our website so students and parents can find those. If you need to talk to me directly, uh, you can reach me at uh, my email is rwhite at sfairs, that's uh, s-a-f-f-a-i-r-s dot msstate dot edu. Be more than happy to answer any questions that anybody has. Um, 
to try to get you uh, pointed in the right direction. And at Mississippi State, once they enroll in uh, one of the programs, um, um, there's is there support groups to help them academically, uh, the, the the ones that uh, enroll the yes. veterans? Yes. Uh, we work closely with the counseling center. Um, if we have any students that's having any issues, uh, of course they have to let us know. You know that they're having some issues. We get them linked with a counseling center. Uh, we work very closely with a learning center, which does tutoring. Uh, have a lot of different options there. Uh, we are, we're working closely with all the different departments: English, math. Uh, if you're not getting what you're needing through the learning center, we'll get you linked up with a tutor out of that particular department uh, to, to try to get you uh, the help you need to try to you know be successful. Um, we're tied into all the local veteran organizations. Um, if you need some outside assistance, you know, that we can tie into the local VFW, American Legion, you know, to give you that friendly face of somebody who can help you. We have programs on campus. Um, throughout each semester where we do fundraisers and different things to try to help our student veterans. Uh, we even have our own student veteran association that's, that's out of our office, which is purely run by student veterans and service members right. and dependents uh, who go out and do fundraisers and try to help other veterans and service members. Uh, they've started a book swap program where if they have a textbook that you need, mm. you can come and just take, check that book out. You don't have to go buy it. Use it for that semester, bring it back. Uh, so there's a lot of options out there. I mean, we do provide a lot of services at Mississippi State, but the main goal is if you're a veteran, you're a service member, you're a dependent, if you're a survivor or a spouse, check with the VA to see if you have any benefits and get your education. Well, that's great, and uh, thank you so much, Ron, for coming all the way down from Mississippi State to be with us this evening. Uh, you provided us with a wealth of information, and um, we will also provide a link on the womenforprogress.net website where you can get this information uh, regarding the, not only the program at Mississippi State, but all these programs that are avail available for veterans. And remember that these veteran benefits can be utilized at any university in the United States. So um, uh, I am so uh, uh, happy to be able to provide this information to our audience. Uh, thank you again, Ron, and uh, we hope to, you to visit us soon again. Thank you. Any time, I'll be more than happy. Like I said, any time that there's a group here that needs information, like I said, we'll be more than happy to provide that information. Thank you so much. Thank you. And again, if you need any information from Ronnie White, you can give him a call at 662-325-6825. Have a safe trip, Mr. White. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Well, audience, you've been listening to Women for Progress Radio. Thank you for tuning in with us. We're going to take a short break. And uh, I want to remind you again to get tuned in and be part of Women for Progress. And uh, check on the activities and upcoming events for Women for Progress at womenforprogress.net. During this break time hour, Zakia has a lot of different exciting programs uh, that she's working on re related to teen and the Jackson Medical Mall Foundation. So we're going to take our break time to let her discuss some of the activities that she has coming up and the programs that she's engaged in. 
Thank you so much. And I just wanted to say that the conversation we just had with Mr. White was so timely for me because my brother, who just graduated from high school, 17 years oh. old, is going to take the test on Monday wow. to enroll into the military. And I so pray and I hope that he passes because um, he's not uh, such an academic student, but he's a hard worker, mm -hmm. and the military may be able to give him some opportunities and give him some successful avenues that he may not have um, if he doesn't enroll. And I think that's that's a real option, just like you stated. He may not be as um, a star a student star or student. a student, yeah. right? Yeah, and I think that's one of the things that the military uh, has a lot of consideration for. So uh, I think the military is is a real viable option for a lot of us parents and uh, and a lot of the individuals out there that are seeking to get their education and to just be employed and be able to care for exactly. their family. Exactly. Yeah. And I don't want um, our community, the African-American community, to be fearful about joining the yeah. military because of times of war. We yeah. are in a time of war. I mean, if you listen to our first half hour, there's so many, mm -hmm. there's a plethora of benefits that you can take advantage of just by being a member of the military. So. Right. Thank you. That was that was right. a great conversation with right. uh, Mr. White. Okay, so to the Jackson Medical Mall Foundation, we have um, a lot of events coming up. As you know, I am the um, the spokesperson, the person who gets out the word about what's going on at the Medical Mall. If you're not on my email list, please give us a call at the office at 601-982-8467. And what I do is I send out an email on a weekly basis letting you know what's happening at the Jackson Medical Mall as well as around the Jackson metro area. Coming up on July 22nd, we have our third annual teen summit. It's called the Empowering Minds Saving Lives Teen Summit. And we've done this teen summit since 2008. Um, but this year's is going to be a little different. We're going to actually have a group of students facilitate the Teen Summit. So instead of adults sitting at a table talking to uh, teenagers about sex, we're going to have actual teens to talk about sex to their peers. We know from um, the past two Teen Summits, we've learned from students that they learn about sex from each other. And oftentimes, it is not the accurate information. So what we decided to do was to train a group of students where we, uh, we, we're calling them THT, THT, which stands for Teens Helping Teens Peer Education Team, placing them at the school, and they actually become accessible to other students and other mm -hmm. peers who have questions about sex. So on July 22nd, our THT members We'll be talking about uh, comprehensive sex education. We're going to be talking about pregnancy, contraceptives, STDs, HIV AIDS, and negotiation skills, which are ways to say no and ways to um, tell your partner to use a condom. Um, teenagers are at a very high rate of um, getting an STD. Chlamydia, uh, Mississippi ranks number one for chlamydia and gonorrhea rates in the country we also have the highest teen birth rates in the country so it's very important that our teenagers know about sex um, the proper ways to use contraceptives how to protect themselves and how to be healthy and live a long life there are lots of risks associated with sex so on july 22nd we're going to have a fantastic teen summit lunch will be provided if you have a teenager who's between the age of 13 and 18 that wants to attend the teen summit they must have a parental consent form and you can call us at jack 
at the Jackson Medical Mall Foundation, 601-982-8467, to get that parental consent form. And if you are um, a member of a youth or health-related organization, we're going to have a fair along with the Teen Summit so that these students can take advantage of your services um, and, and be prepared and have volunteer hours and, and be successful as students. And this is all an effort of um, increasing the graduation rate among students in the Jackson metro area. Was well, that enough? That's an exciting program. <laughs> it's never enough when you're talking about the issues that affect our young folk, especially when it comes to teen pregnancy and sex education. We cannot have enough conversation about that. Absolutely. Uh, so this sounds like an exciting program, and we want to uh, just invite our audience to, uh, to partake of this information and get your teens out there and uh, tell your neighbors about it. If you don't have children of your own, tell your coworkers about this program because this is very, and I like the idea of teens helping teens. Uh, I think that makes the environment very comfortable for them to receive this information and be a part of the program. So that's the thing we need to push to. Yeah. Absolutely, because a lot of teenagers are scared to ask their parents. They don't want their parent or an adult to know that they have questions about sex mm -hmm. or are having sex. But if you do have questions or you're having sex, you need to have the correct information so you know how to protect yourself. Yeah. Um, so we just think that this will be an innovative way to teach teenagers in the city of Jackson about the risks associated with sex. And then our next step, what I would like to do, is to actually have a parenting summit oh. to show parents how to start this conversation and what to say if their teenagers do have questions. Or, you you know, moms always know when their daughters or sons are having sex. I don't know how yeah. mothers know, but <laughs> they got that mother instinct. Right. Um, and so it would be a good time to have that conversation with your son or daughter and just have the correct information. And that's the biggest thing. I know. I, I was a parent, and I tell you, trying to have that conversation of and, and even knowing when and how to say it. And uh, Hey, I can understand why we've recruited Zakia Summers as a member of Women for Progress. She is on top of the issues that affect our community. So this is very, very exciting, and please keep us informed, Zakia on that parent conference, because uh, we want to pack that in. Sure will. Uh, well, thank you. I want to remind, take this moment again to remind our audience that you're listening to Women for Progress Radio. we got another half hour, exciting information. We're going to continue the conversation on the, uh, the armed forces and the many benefits and opportunities that are available. In our second half hour here in Studio B, we have Marquise Ritchie, Sergeant First Class, Marquise Ritchie from the United States Army. And he's here to talk to us about uh, uh, a lot of uh, the uh, your requirements for getting in the military. What do you have to do? What do you have to be? The tests that are involved. And a really exciting Army Reserve program that he's going to talk to us about. Uh, welcome, Mr. Ritchie. Glad to be here this evening. Thank you for coming and being here to provide our audience with this information. Let's talk about very uh, briefly the qualifications for service. Uh, there's just a few basic qualifications. Mainly, what we, our target market we're looking for is 17 to 24 year olds. Uh, max age will be 35 years old. Uh, male, female. We're looking for high school graduates or GD completion. Uh, we're also looking for high school seniors, high school juniors. Uh, juniors can, can join the Army Reserve. Seniors can join the Active Army and enlist after graduation. 
Uh, basically, what we're looking for is, like I say, there's no uh, set standard of qualification, but there's a few things that we have to go through. Uh, age, one of the requirements, you have to be between 17 and 35. Uh, you have to meet the physical requirements, height and weight. There's a height and weight standard, but there's a misconception about the height and weight standard. You don't have to be at a certain weight that, like some branches do. What we do is called a uh, tape test. If you don't pass the height and weight test, we do what's called a tape. For males, we measure your neck and your waist, and we put it into a calculation. You have to reach that body fat percentage. For a female, there's three measurements. There's neck, waist, and hips, and that determines your BMI body fat percentage. Uh, there's a few medical things that we have to do. Uh, you have to, you know, eyes don't have to be perfect, but we're looking for as close to 20-20 as we can. Uh, if there's a little bit of correction that you need, that's fine. But there, part of the, the process is the first step, we're going to come in, we're going to interview you just like we're interviewing for a job. Uh, we're going to ask you some pre-qualifying questions. If after those pre-qualifying questions you still are good to move on, we're going to move on to the next step. The next step would be what we call the EAST. It's a practice exam. It's a shortened version of the ASVAB. Say that, say that again. The, pre the EAST. Uh -huh. is given in our office. And, and it's a short version of? It's a short version of the ASVAB. The ASVAB is the Armed Service Vocational Aptitude Battery Test, which you have to pass to enlist in the, the, any branch of military. But we use what's called uh, EAST, Enlistment Screening Test. The uh, EAST is a 20 to 30 minutes, depending on how long you take to take the test. There's uh, four parts that we're looking for. We're looking for math knowledge, we're looking for paragraph comprehension, we're looking for word knowledge, and we're looking for uh, par the uh, you have to read a paragraph and basically what happens in that paragraph they're looking for you to pull one part out and for some students what it's, what it's going to do is to check your listening skills because you're going to read it and you have to print that back out in your brain so once you do the you come in you pass the prequal we're going to give you the east do well enough on the east we're going to set you up for the test for those that don't do as well as they want to do on the east what we do is we give you a few practice exams there's uh, GoArmy.com or GoArmy.ed, and what you can do is you can go on there, and there's free ASVAB practice tests that you can do before you actually come oh, in. Oh, great, great. And all of this stuff is online. You go to the GoArmy website, and there's multiple things that you can look at to find out anything that you want to know about the Army. It, nothing is hidden that we do. Now, uh, you mentioned the physical requirements. Is there some specific things that's just just going to totally, if you, if you got this issue, you're going to be disqualified? If you have a... Uh, a clep foot or whatever is there some specific things that just say you're not going to be able to pass physically there once upon a time was a thing where if you had flat feet they said you couldn't enlist but I've seen different things that it's all up to the medical doctor down at the MEPS that's the mm -hmm. enlisted processing station mm -hmm. that doctor determines whether you're qualified or not mm -hmm. he'll determine whether you can join and if you don't meet the height and, height and weight requirements do you all give some type of recommendations, or do you give them another chance? How can they qualify for that? Do they have to lose weight? Do they have to grow? Or, or what? <laughs> well, there's, there's a bunch of different things you can do. Uh, we've actually had people to come in underweight. There's a minimum and a maximum weight standard. It goes according to height. For a certain height, you have to be a certain weight, and there's a minimum and a maximum. So you have to reach both of those because right. some females are going to come in, they're going to be smaller than most males, and they're going to... A lot of times they're going to fall into that minimum weight standard. But what we do is we actually have physical training books that have exercises, diet, and everything. You, if you actually put into that routine and follow the book by the guidelines, you can actually go from a plus percentage to a negative percentage. And what we do after you get to that negative percentage, you can enlist. Okay. And also we work out 
daily. So if somebody's actually that interested, you can also join in with the recruiting station because we do physical training daily. That's wonderful. Can you do that if you're not planning on enlisting in the military? <laughs> I wouldn't advise it, but if you, if, you, uh, if you have any desire, any thought about enlisting, if you are borderline or you just need some extra help, then we actually do physical training on a daily basis. So if you want to get involved with one of the local recruiting stations, just here in Jackson alone we have uh, the Metro, Jackson Metro Recruiting Station. We also have the Lakeland Recruiting Station. There's over 10 recruiters in each station to combine. So, I mean, you can actually find somebody that, you know, if it's a female to work with a female, a male to work with a male. There's different things we can do to get you ready to go. Because we actually, there's plenty of applicants that we have that may not meet the height and weight standard, but we work them until they actually get, if they actually desire to join the military, we will work with you and get you in there. Now, I know we got a lot of information we want to part in this last half hour. And uh, so I want to hit, let's hit a couple categories uh, right off. Uh, let's talk about this new program that you all are pushing for the Army Reserve, because I know that's targeting a lot of our younger people that are junior, juniors and seniors in high school. Let's talk about that first and the benefits that are involved regarding that. Well, it's actually not a new program. What we have for juniors is called the Split Out Program. They actually uh, can join within their junior year. Uh, they actually would go to basic training following their junior year. They would have to come back that senior year and, and complete and graduate. That is a requirement to enlist. If they don't graduate, they will not enlist. So that's a requirement to enlist. Mm -hmm. So once you graduate your senior year, you will come back and you would actually go to AIT, which is Advanced Individual tra Training, which is the actual job training. But all of the benefits that you receive through the military, if you do the split-out program, they don't begin until you complete the AIT portion of training. So and you mentioned a job training program after they graduate. What's yes. that program? Well, we call them MOSs, Military mm -hmm. Occupational Specialties, but they're actually different jobs that you would do in the military. There's over 150 jobs. And those are within the military or is it in the civilian life? All of those 150-plus jobs that we have, they transfer over to anything that you can do in the civilian life. I mean, we have plumbers, we have carpenters, we have welders, we have machinists, we have different things like that that a person may want to do out in the civilian world. We also have infantry, which is just straight, you know, soldiering. But there's different things that if you want to transfer back, we have human resources, which is actually my first uh, MOS when I came into the military. Uh, we have personnel, human resources, we have uh, finance, we have admin, we have uh, legal, every, anything that you can think of on the outside world we have inside the military. And I want to just reiterate to our audience about, we're talking about these job opportunities, and, and, and I don't want to keep stressing what we're dealing with in the economy because these are all just issues that we're going to have to deal with, but there are, we do not, we know what we are here in the economy, and, and a lot of the jobs have gone away, a lot of the production jobs that a lot of individuals said, well, I'm just going to graduate high school and get me a production job. Well, we know that a lot of those manufacturing jobs have gone away. So now here's an opportunity for you to get job training in some very great fields. You mentioned engineering, you mentioned finance, you mentioned plumbing. Uh, I mean, I was very, I think people are very, they don't know what plumbers are getting made. I, I know, I've, I've called on them and, and paid a few bills. Plumbers, are, yes, plumbers get paid very, very well. And you work on your own schedule. So these are some great opportunities for our audience out there. And as far as, if you have a desire to, to, to uh, start your own business, once you're in for a certain amount of years, you're actually uh, qualified for small business loans. And that's a lot of things that you don't know. You can actually get a small business loan about $40,000 to start your own business. So if mm. you have a desire to be a mm. plumber, carpenter, contractor, whatever you want to do, 
the Army can be a way for you to do that. And the requirement for the reserves is you do one week in a month, which is a Saturday and Sunday month. You come in and you have to participate in what's called a drill or a battle assembly. That's going to be for 16 hours over a weekend. Uh, and you're going to do two weeks of annual training per year, which is your actual job training. What they're going to do is to refresh you every year on your job. Active duty is a little bit different because it's going to be uh, 9 to 5, Monday through Friday, just like a regular sit-down job. So people that desire to stay home and don't want to step away from home yet, reserves is maybe the better option. If you're looking to get out of Mississippi and do a lot of things and branch off mm -hmm. to active duty is what you want to do because there's no basis actually for active duty in Mississippi. Now let's talk about the benefits within the military. Let's talk about pay. Let's talk about insurance. Let's talk about benefits for your family. Talk to okay. us about uh, that. Basically, you're looking at we have what's called base pay on active duty. You have base pay. You're going to get uh, also you get base pay. You get housing dependent upon your zip code. You're going to get what we call BAS, which is basic allowance for subsistence, and that's for your meals. So you're actually going to get paid for your meals every month. Hmm. And you're going to qualify for that day one step into the military. Also step into the military, you're going to get 30 days of paid vacation mm. stepping into the military. This is all active duty, what I'm giving you. You're looking at uh, BAS, which is the subsistence. You're looking at BH, which is housing. You're looking at base pay. You're looking at full insurance for you and your family members, medical and dental. And like I say, 30 days of paid vacation. And you have access to all the facilities that are on post if you desire to live on post. Even if you live off post, you can come on post with your ID and your family also gets an ID and they can use those facilities also. That's a great... Gym privileges, uh, daycare, uh, nurseries, uh, motorcycle training, everything. You Actually on post, you have a, a actual self-controlled city within that post. Everything mm -hmm. you need to, is inside the post. What about women in the military? I mean, um, I, I see on, during the Christmas holidays, I see a lot of women who are saying shouts out to their children. So a lot of them are single parenting. Um, how, is this, how is the military open to single parenting and just even women in general? The military, we are very open to single parents, but at this time, the Army is not doing the single parent waivers. There's a waiver required for single parents. Now, uh, it, it comes and goes. I mean, we, we don't have any control. It comes from higher up, but there's a waiver because a, there's a dependency waiver that you need to process as a single parent. But I can explain the process. What happens is you have to come in, and there's a process that you do for single parents. You have to have just a legal guardian that somebody's going to take care of the child, mm -hmm. and then you bring that paperwork in that's required, and then you can enlist with that paperwork. But like I said, this time it's not open. But it's open to all the other women. It's open to women to, who are not to women single, without single children. Yes, yes. ma'am, it okay. is open. Okay. Is that the same thing for reserves? Reserve, right? Reserve is going to be the same. Where there is just single parents right now, there's no no open waivers for it. The waiver is actually closed right now. Okay. And um, unless you're a prior service female. So okay. if you don't have the waiver, then you cannot. You cannot enlist. Okay. Unless, like I said, unless you're a prior service female, which means you've served in some branch before and you desire to go into the Army Reserve, then. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? 
they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.